At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We have another awesome podcast, as always. We're going to speak to a gentleman by the name of Daniel Allison. Now, Daniel is in sales, okay? He works for an HVAC company, and I don't believe we've had somebody in sales on the podcast yet. I don't believe so. We've talked about sales in general here and there, but we haven't actually targeted um, a person that's, that's in sales on the podcast. Now, I reached out to Daniel because he's a very positive individual making videos on LinkedIn and they're they're based on human connection and how we can better ourselves. That's what I noticed about him and that's what attracted me to him and, and it worked, okay? Um, from his standpoint, from what he was doing, it worked. I was attracted to, to the fact that he was making positive videos and I reached out and I said, hey, you gotta be on the podcast. So Daniel's in sales. And we're going to go through some of the, the ways he goes about introducing himself to customers, the way he reaches out to them after he meets them, and some tactics he uses. Like, let's face it, guys, nobody really likes to sell. Well, some people actually really like to sell, but a lot of us don't like to sell that are technicians. But think about it. If we're not selling, if we're not selling contracts, we're not selling equipment, we're not selling installs, then techs are not working. So it's a very vital part of the day-to-day in an HVAC business. So we're going to get to Daniel coming up right now. This is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. All right, Daniel, I just hit the record button, so it's just you and me. Let's go. All right. I like it. Awesome, man. So I got I to gotta tell the audience why I reached out to you and why I invited you on the podcast and it's because, and I got to ask you this question after I kind of set this up on LinkedIn. I don't know if, if I started following you or you started following me or I don't know how we connected. Um, I don't really remember that, but that's not really important. The fact, the important part is, is me scrolling through my feed and seeing these super positive videos from you (laughs) and, and you do them. I don't think you do them daily, but you do, you do several a week and they're very short, so they're easy to watch, and and it's, it's they're very positive. And and one thing that that I notice and I get a kick out of is that when you're talking in these videos, you got you got this genuine smile on your face, like you're loving every minute of of, of creating this content. <laughs> and then at the end, you, 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 your tagline, "Let's roll," and it cracks me up every time. I'm like, 
yeah, man, it's let's roll. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. So what, what strikes you or what, what creates, I shouldn't say create, that's not what, why do you create this content that, that is so positive? What makes you do that? You know, I, it's positivity is just part of my, what I would say is my skill set. I don't have a whole lot to lean upon as far as my, I took that skills assessment, the, the strengths finder. Yeah. And, and one of my strengths is positivity. And, and I lean on it pretty heavily uh, and, and doing those videos and kind of sharing the state that I have, I kind of, you know, it doesn't come, I, I work for that. You know, I work to have that positivity um, and by just doing the things that it takes to get into that state of mind. And I do it on a daily basis and it feels good to be able to share that. So when I'm, when I'm, when I'm in the right mode and, um, and have a thought, you know, I just kind of like you did here with this podcast, just hit record and send something out into the digital universe. Yeah. And, and we're involved in the same, the same, the same industry, like I, on, on your, on your profile. And, and I found that your title, your job title is very interesting too. You are a commercial relationship manager. That's what your profile says in, in the trade of HVAC, you work for uh, like a contractor, right? Is that, am I right there? That's right. Yeah. So the, the way that I came across, I knew nothing about heating and air. Uh, I was, uh, and, and, and was looking for a new sales position. I've been in sales my whole, my whole career. Okay. And somebody mentioned Waldrop to me and I knew Waldrop around here, a really popular name for residential heating and air. And I, I, you know, I was thinking more B2B. That's what I was used to business to business type commercial. And so I, I didn't, so I went in and talked to them and I found out they do a lot of new construction, a lot of commercial and, and, and also have the, the residential side as well. So when I learned that, I became much more interested. And then they told me uh, some of the things that were possible as far as commission and working with commercial customers. And I love it. So what, what in the sales position that you have, give us, give us kind of a a day to day on, because I don't think that I've, I've had somebody in sales on the podcast yet. I've had technicians, I've had manufacturers. um, We've had a lot of um, technical discussions and stuff, but I don't think I've had anybody from sales. So how, how was your day or your week or your month in that role? Um, kind of step-by-step kind of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So really it's, you know, I've, I've got kind of the, the new, new business development. So I'm, I am constantly out there looking for new customers. Okay. Once we once we find a new customer, I kind of I hand it over uh, to to the to the the commercial team to to work the account to set the account up and and all of those things. So I'm I'm a hunter <laughs> mentality. So I'm out there introducing myself and Waldrop to facility managers and owners and you know, whoever the contact is within these facilities, that might be drop-ins, that might be by networking, that might be just any, you know, sending sending videos over email, 
any type of introduction that I can do to get to get us in front of the decision maker and uh, talk to him about, you know, who he's using currently, what he likes, doesn't like, um, you know, uh, you know, and it's been, it's been a, Gary, it's been a, a, a good, um, for me to not have any HVAC experience. I, you know, some of these guys, if they're over a facility manager, they've got a lot of experience and they understand HVAC. But then a lot of these folks that we're talking to, they, they're in the same boat that I am, you know, and so I can kind of help communicate in the way that I would want to be communicated to as far as, hey, this is what's wrong. This is what needs to happen. This is what we're recommending. This is why, you know, so it, it's, it's, um, it comes as an advantage to not know too much uh, about the technical side of it sometimes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it does because when I'm out online on Instagram and Facebook and stuff and I'm talking to other <clears throat> technicians, we're kind of on the same playing field because we both understand the trade at, at, at this level. But when you're out with, with a customer that may not understand in depth the trade, you guys are, are at the same level when you're discussing kind of, um, kind of the needs of the customer. You're at the same, like you understand what they need and, and they know what they need, but you guys are not on the, the technical level, like a technician that's working on the equipment every single day, right? You guys are on that same play, playing field. That's right. And, yeah. and, and then of course I'll talk to these guys that know, you know, and it, it becomes really apparent where someone's kind of knowledge is just the vocabulary they use and that sort of thing. But a lot of these folks are very experienced, have a ton of technical knowledge and expertise. And I don't try to, you know, look more technically savvy than what I am. I, mm-hmm. I let them know that I'm the communicator and I'm the person that's going to be the bridge between them and Waldrop. I know and believe in our technicians. I believe in our company. And so I speak, uh, very passionately about the things that I know to be true while at the same time, uh, not trying to, uh, again, to, to, to run on that level of technical expertise that, that they're going to be used to. So I make that clear up front, try to learn something from these guys um, from that, as far as that goes and, and still make a statement for our company. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I know, I know one, one of my, my friends I used to work with, he went on his own and he's, he's the sales, he's the salesman, he's the technician, he's, he's the, the dispatcher, he's everybody because he's a one man show. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things he, he did in the beginning, and it actually worked for him, is walk into commercial buildings and just pull a cold call. Hey, do you guys have a contractor? Are you happy with them? Um, how is it going with them? This is what I do. This is what I offer. And it's worked out in a lot of cases for him from what he's told me. Um, and then I've seen, I've been in some commercial buildings where I see, and this has happened a few times in one specific building, they, a salesman from some random company, I don't know what it is. Maybe they're selling, um, coffee or they're selling, uh, their water, like, like water jugs, like to, to refill up for, for the, the lunchroom or, or, yeah. or, or whatever it is. And they don't get past the, the front desk because the front desk is like, do you have an appointment? Nope. Well, sorry, they're not going to see you. But do, the reason I bring this up is do you do any, do you implement any cold calling and is it successful and, and, or have you been successful doing that? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, cold calls is a, it's an everyday, an everyday thing for me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm used to. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I, whether it be on the phone or, 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 or in person. And I, I use what I call, I guess I tell myself, it's just a very hands down approach. In other words, I don't go in with the idea of I'm going to sell these folks something. I go in with the idea of I want to have a conversation. And so when I go in, a win is really just finding out what their current situation is, you know, who they're using, what they like, don't like. Again, you know, who they were using previously before they switched this company. Hey, why did you switch? Just having questions in my mind that I can, if I can get far enough to start asking those sorts of things and open up a conversation and then, you know, with the idea and mentality of just, I'll be your plan B option. And, and what happens if you go in and you start people's first initial idea is, Oh, Hey, we've got somebody, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's got somebody that they call. If there's a problem with the heating and air and, and somebody's hot, you call somebody, whether they're doing preventative maintenance or, you know, how tight the relationship is. And so people will kind of go to that right away. Um, and, and, and stop the conversation because people don't really like cold calls or salespeople. Mm-hmm. And so I, I tried to go in with the idea of how can I get past that first conversation stopper? Hey, I know you guys probably have somebody right now. I'm just re- looking to make an introduction. Do you think he's got five or 10 minutes that he could come out and shake my hand? That, that kind of, that kind of approach, uh, very, um, uh, what I would call it's kind of a soft approach just to get, get in front of them. And again, start the conversation. And then you never know where it goes from there. Once you get people talking about the, the real, the real kind of truth of the, of the matter, well, there, you know, is there anything that you would change? Well, you know, occasionally these guys take, take their time getting out here. Oh, is that a problem? Well, it's, it's a problem if the girls are hot up front or something like this, you know, then you're just digging a little deeper and then sometimes you just, you know, you get fortunate and, and they, there's been a communication breakdown recently. They're, they're not happy with who they have. And uh, it, it, it's amazing how, you know, one of my, my largest account to date um, is a private school in this area. You know, I called him on a cold call on a Friday afternoon about 345 and, uh, I always remember that one, you know, uh, because it's like, Hey, if I don't make that, if I don't make that call, then my, my, uh, my income last year takes a big hit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's always, Hey, this next one might be the right, the right time. So, uh, so that's how I keep myself kind of motivated with that, but that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been doing it now for over 20 years. So, yeah. Timing's timing's huge. I mean, you could yeah. call you could call um, ten people in a day, and you could just get the right time for three or four of those people that they just had an issue with their contractor, and you mm-hmm. just called at the right time, and they're all ears. I That's mean, right. It, but I, I'm sure I'm sure some people hang up the phone on you too, though, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so- <laughs> some people are just flat out rude, and you know having a bad day themselves or whatever the case might be. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, 
you said that you implemented video messaging too. So how, how does that work with you? Do you just like record like a, uh, an entry, uh, in, like an introductory video to yourself and, and the company and just kind of send it to different people? Yeah, I've, I've used it in a lot of different kind of uh, ways. Um, what, one of the ones that I would say has, has had the biggest impact, you know, something that I've noticed on with, with this, in, with HV, with heating and air, you know, a lot of times, let's just say, okay, we're going to replace a rooftop package unit, a 10 ton unit. We're, we've got a, a, P, a company that does PM, but we're going to get some quotes from some other vendors to keep everybody honest type deal. They, there's not a whole lot of, you know, everybody puts their number on the table and then they just kind of, well, well if we get it, we get it, you know, uh, and that's not my mentality. So when we quote something like that, I'm always looking to try to get feedback and, and, and maybe that's just in this area. I don't know. It's just, it really surprises me though. But I, I will send a, you know, so there was one guy, you know, I called him back. Hey, how do we look on the quote? You know, well, I'm still looking it over. Well, blah, blah, whatever that, however that conversation goes. Uh, and so then I, I decided uh, to send him a video and I was at our new facility and I had the facility in the background and, and kind of like I do my LinkedIn videos, sent him a video with me. Hey, you know, Really appreciate your time and the opportunity to give you this quote. Uh, in the background, you can see, you know, our, our building. We're right down the road from you. Just just whatever I wanted to say to him, I can't remember everything I said, but uh, we ended up getting that, uh, getting that work, uh, getting the PM contract, and, and getting several other projects behind that. And that's one of the things that he brings up is, man, Daniel, you, you were you were hungry, man. You were sending videos. You were doing, you know. He was like, I've never had anything like that before, and so, so, I, I, you know, that that's that's one of those things. That's one of those things. So I keep I go back to that. There's a there's a company called Bomb Bomb. We're looking at their software right now. Uh, it makes it easier to send videos because what I did is just created like a Google link. Uh, is the way that I've been doing it in the past. So mm-hmm. to just, you know, and uh, it's a little cumbersome. Bomb bomb is software that just makes it easier to write out of your email. You can just send, send a video. It's got to, you know, click, click the red button for record. And um, so that's something that we're looking at. We'll probably get. That's pr- that's pretty cool. How do you spell that? B O M B. Yeah. B O M B. Okay. Bomb bomb. bomb. Uh, and, and I should, my, uh, I'm looking up my, my salesman's name because uh, I would just like to say that on here if, if anybody was interested. Uh, yeah, his name's Jonathan Mahan, M-A-H-A-N. Uh, and uh, uh, so if, if anybody's interested in that software, He's, he's really good. See, that's, that's different. That, that, um, making a video of a, on a, on a follow-up, that's actually kind of genius because it shows, it shows you're putting in effort to connect with the client. And, and if, if you're putting in that kind of effort to connect with them before you even have a relationship, I mean, I, I think they're going to see that as being a positive thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, like I say, I, I actually, um, we, we just signed another uh, year of PM, PM work. And, uh, you know, and, and I try to, I, I say I, I, I get the sale and I turn it over to, you know, I, I don't want it to be like that either. I mean, I, I form relationships with these folks. And, 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 and while I'm thinking about that too, the, another important piece that, that I have found here recently, and things are going pretty well here, you know, but I would say is connecting with other people, learning about their business and, and being kind of like the post office between every, there's so many folks that want to talk to these facility managers. And if, if you have other folks and that you know about and the different services that they offer, then you just become kind of, like I say, the post office where all of the deals can kind of come through you and you put your little touch on it. You know, you bring people together. And so um, that, that, that particular company that I'm talking about, it's, it's like a, a large moving and, moving and storage company. And I had just talked to a company that um, was moving an office from up north down into one of their facilities here. So I bridged that gap for them, you know. And that's something that really firms up the relationships um, that, that's really starting to pay off. That, that was my idea in the beginning, and it's starting to really um, pay off. Well, yeah, I, I, I'd imagine it would. Reminder, guys, truetechtools.com. Save 8% with promo code KNOWITALL on all the tools in the store. That includes Testo again excluding fluke and fleer the promo codes don't work for those brands but everything else is is a go eight percent know it all you save some money okay speaking of testo i pulled out my 605i today and it's funny because it's funny when you get these calls you fix the heat oh it's too hot in here you fix the cooling oh it's too cold in here we've we serviced and repaired some humidifiers cleaned out the tanks and whatnot and I got a, a call when I went back to the building, not really a call, I was already there. And they're like, yeah, some people are complaining that it's too humid. So I went up with my Testo 605i thermal hygrometer and checked and it was 38% in the space. It was perfect. Uh, nothing to complain about as far as I'm concerned, but you know, in an office space, it's really hard to please every single person. Very, very difficult. Anyway, some, some cool news. If you're heading to the CMPX show, okay, in Toronto at the end of March, cool news. Well, obviously, I, I have a booth there conducting some some interviews at 2631. That's my booth number. Come by and uh, we'll shoot the breeze. But NAVAC, okay, there's, there's a giveaway for a 2CFM vacuum pump or a cordless flaring kit. You come by the booth, you say know-it-all, you get an entry. You come by the booth between one and two when I'm hanging out with Andrew and the crew over there, you get two entries. So that that is cool. The other cool thing, Wednesday night, there's going to be a mixer, a NAVAC, know-it-all mixer. And I got to thank NAVAC for this because they're flipping the bill for 100 guests, okay? You got to go by their booth to get an invite. If you miss the invite, you don't get one, you can still come, but you have to throw down some cash to get some drinks or food. Okay, it's going to be at Wayne Gretzky's at 6 o'clock on the Wednesday, which is the 25th, I believe. The first day of the show. 
All right, so some some cool news coming out of NAVAC, and we're going to all hook up, have a good time, have a couple of drinks, have some food. So I got a, an email from, from Natalie at House Call Pro. Now, for up until the end of February, okay, so you don't have a lot of time if you're listening to this podcast when it got released. If you sign up by the 29th, you get your fourth year of the software for free, the whole entire year for free, which is, is pretty cool as far as I'm concerned. So check that out. Dan Foss, guys, I don't know if you've seen my infogram okay, of the compressor and all the tips, but I'm going to be sharing more of those over the course of the next few weeks, and I will put a link in the podcast notes so you guys can also check out all the infograms that Dan Foss has to offer. It was a pretty popular one. I think the reach on it across the board was like 40,000 because there was a lot of people liking that that picture with the tips. So anyway, guys, let's get back to Daniel. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades-only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Harago.com, best in trade. Sorry, guys, I forgot to mention the link for the House Call Pro fourth year free will be in the podcast notes. Check it out. And and the next thing I wanted to ask you, because you said you've been doing this for 20 years mm-hmm. in, in the sales um, kind of sector or sales niche. So in the last 20 years, like obviously in the last, I don't know, three to five years, we've seen this massive boost in the technology that's available to do different things. So back then let's say 15 years ago 20 years ago when you first started how how are things different now than they were then like back then you just had a a phone and you had to search through a phone book potentially to find a phone number or go knock on doors like how does it differ now i mean you you did bring up the fact that this this um company bomb bomb has these um videos you can you can embed into an email but what differences do you see from 20 years ago until now in the sales, in the sales role. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the way that I did my, so when I was learning about HVAC and, and I, I literally knew nothing like split system and package unit that it's down on that kind of level. Yeah. They, they were explaining to me what a package unit was. I was able to jump on, you know, Google earth or, you know, Google, and go into satellite view and I started doing like finding my targets by flying over and looking for these, you know, metal boxes on top of large roofs, you know? <laughs> yeah. so I mean you you actually are hunting your <laughs> yeah. your potential customers, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I, I would I would just kind of zoom out and find the right, you know, if I'm looking for the elephants, I want to be able to see it from this zoom, right? You know, like yeah. I want and, and, and I, I would be able to find the big boys from 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 looking at Google Maps, and so then I could zoom in. It's now it's gotten to the point you can you can learn so much. You about know what the customer's worth before you make the call. You know, um, which is pretty powerful. That is, you know what, Daniel? That's genius. Because if I was if I was going out on my own tomorrow. Yep. You know what I'd be doing in the morning, tomorrow morning? I'd be going on Google Earth in the area and looking for the, the, the buildings with the most rooftops, package rooftops on them. And I'd be going cold calling them, knocking on their door. That's right. It, 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 you could even, you know, I again, you know, you start counting condenser fan motors and things of that nature. If you can get that far, you, you can really get a good idea of 
what are they what are they paying you know what are they paying for pm what can you do it for you know you you can know a lot of information and then when you go talk to them you you can you know if you see a cooling tower if you start looking at the equipment you can really go in and, and be informed and, and then it doesn't feel quite as cold mm-hmm. somehow if i'm a little familiar with what you have then i can ask a question specific to your situation if I can just pick up on something and that's all from your desk or in the evenings, you know, creating your target list. Um, it, it becomes a game, you know, it's like I'm hunting on and And, and then I, I see it. Oh, I, I, man, there's a lot, there's a lot of equipment up there. I'm going to, I wonder what's going on with them. Then you get that curiosity. And then th- those are the sorts of things that make it different than just, like you were saying, you know, going through the yellow pages and calling the next one in line, you know, you, you develop a curiosity and, and a, a, a mindset around this hunt and, and what, you know, I wonder what's behind this next one. And, um, and, and when you can do that, they, they feel that they know that it's not just, oh, he's just, he's just making a number of calls because his boss told him to type mm-hmm. Yeah. They know that this is someone that is really thinking this through. This is how they make, they're making a living, you know? So, um, so that's, that's the, one of the things, you know, I mean, and it, what, how have things changed? I can remember my first sales job. Um, I've always had a lot of energy and, and, I can remember he, you know, so the things that haven't changed is it still takes somebody to walk in that door, to go into uncomfortable situations, to see the eye rolls, to see the people looking through the windows and know that you're coming in. It takes someone that can do that repeatedly without losing, like we were talking about in the beginning, the positive mindset, you know, to get rejected. And then how quickly can you recover to be in the kind of mindset that's going to work the next time? That's, I was going to, I was going to bring that up is, is the rejection part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it sounds like from what you just said, when you get rejected, you just move on to the next, the next potential lead. Is, is that how it works for you? Or like how, how down do you get on a rejection down at all? Or are you just like, Oh, well let's move on. There, there's So, so I actually did a post on LinkedIn today and, and I was thinking about this. I love to say, I can measure myself and how successful I will be on how quickly I recover from that in my, in my world. Mm-hmm. So it's if somebody says something that really, for whatever reason, condescend there, and, and it can be different things with different personality types that really kind of surprisingly just like get under your skin, you know, um, for whatever reason. And it's, I, you know, and I, I always remind myself, it's not them. They're there. I, I wasn't invited over to their house. They actually have the right to treat me however they want to treat me. And it's on me for the way that I feel. But we can't help ourselves being human sometimes. Sometimes you just go back and they've, 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 they've got a punch on you, you might say. You know, you feel it. And yeah. I'll get back in the car and I will, I will think about it. I won't internalize it. I will, I will really just kind of feel it. And I'm thinking about one in particular right now. It's so funny because th- this was when I said, Hey man, it, you know, if things are going well, there's no reason for you to get down over this one call and, and let this somehow throw you off. 
And, and so it's just, okay. and, and when I had that thought, I immediately went into, okay, I can, I can win this. If I can win this moment. And then, and then it was just like, once I had that thought, I snapped into it immediately. I'm like, I, by the fact that I just went through this process, I'm winning, you know, like that's, and I, and I say winning, you're just winning these little mental battles. Um, and then I immediately made my next call. Like I, I couldn't get on the phone quick enough. And that was a drop in that I, the story that I'm kind of thinking about as I'm telling that it was a drop in God, God, you know, said something to me that, that threw me off. I got in the car and, and then once I worked through this kind of psychological hiccup here, I, I made a phone call and, and just, you know, an, another kind of sales prospecting outreach just as quickly as I could because I, and I felt it and it just, boom, it's done. And I knew right then looking at that, I was like, that is such a big, that, that is the game because people doing this sort of prospecting and cold calling, you want to be in that positive mindset. It's so important. It's, it's more important than anything else, how smooth you are or how, whatever, you know, how much, you know, none of that really matters. If you can kind of, uh, you, you, you increase your, your chances so much if you can have a positive mindset. That, well, that's what I was yeah, uh, no, a hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with you. And I find for me that, I mean, I don't need to cold call because I work for a contractor and the, the customers mm-hmm. just, the customers are there already. But, yeah. but for me, it's customer retention. It's, mm-hmm. it's not about getting the customer. It's about retaining the customer. And, and for me, I find, and I've talked about this many times, is just being a human being with your customer. It doesn't, you don't, doesn't need to be all stiff business-like. You can be, be kind of your customer's friend. Like I will chat about anything with my customer. I'll chat about their kids, their vacation, uh, their, their dog, um, a sick family member, whatever it is, I'll talk to them and I'll talk to the, I'll talk to the custodian in, in the janitor closet, or I'll talk to the CEO of the company on this, on the same level. I'm just, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, 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 that's ju- just who, how I am. Yes. And, and, and I'll have these meaningful personal conversations with people. And I think those, those really matter to people. Um, and then, then when, when I, I, I walk into the building, they're happy to see me because I'm the person I am and, and, I, and I make this personal connection with them. And I think that above and beyond the technical abilities of one, I think if somebody has these personable abilities and can reach a, a personal connection with a customer, I think it's going to help with customer retention as well. You think, you think so? Oh, without question. Absolutely. Yes. I I don't remember the customer. And I just heard this story from someone where he had two technicians. He was bragging on both technicians. He was talking about one being more technical, no, having more technical knowledge and being able to go a little deeper into the issues. Okay. However, the other technician, he was talking about how personable he was with him. And he really liked the one that was personable, even though the other guy had more technical. He liked both, again, but he really liked that personable side of the other one. The, the other guy was a little more technical only, you know? Um, and, and I hear those stories all the time about, you know, the technicians. And, and, and so to your point, 
the technical knowledge in, is is great, but what people are doing business with that technician that's on site. I mean, they they are the te- they are the face of the company. They're they're getting the work done, and and they're they're building that relationship and firming it up. So there's so much value in that, you know. Yeah, yeah, there is, and, and a perfect example of. I guess so. So last week I was on a call and we had a, uh, a tripped breaker down at the panel for a rooftop on a roof. And then when we did our investigations, we, we found that there was some crankcase heaters that had burnt up. They're actually like holes in them, like melted mm. and it had burnt up so bad. And I took my phone and I'm, I'm training this apprentice at the moment, which is, he's been with me for the last few days like by my side every single minute and I'm, and I'm trying to do everything like, not that I don't do everything correctly, but I'm trying to do everything yeah. like a hundred percent correct. Cause he's following <laughs> me and I'm trying to, you know what I mean? And, sure. I, and, and I'm coming out of coming out of a bit of a, um, what do people say when, when they get complacent uh, It's not that I'm complacent, but I'm coming out of, of that a little bit to, to, to show the, this, this kid I'm training that this is how you want to be as a technician. You want to be aware. You want to look. You want to see. You want to. You want to go talk to the customer. So, I took my phone down to the customer and I'm like, "Hey, Peter, like, do you have a minute? Let's step aside. Let's talk." I said, "Yeah, we found your you, why your breaker was tripped. Um, you have some crankcase heaters that are bad, and I said you should replace them. And you could just see the look in his face, like he was thinking. And I'm like, "Okay, it's time to whip out my phone." I said, "Let me show you a picture of them." Let yeah. me show you why they're bad. Let me show you why this matters and why this is affecting the unit and why this happened. And as soon as he saw the pictures, he was like, yeah, let's do it. Because as soon as he saw the, actually he saw the pictures and then he's like, how much is this going to cost? And I'm like, I know roughly what it's going to cost. And I just said, it's going to be this or less. And he's like, yeah. let's do it. So just because we had this conversation and I pulled him aside from what he was doing and we, we were, it was just him, me and my apprentice and, and we walked away and Adriano, my apprentice, he's like, the picture did it, didn't it? I'm like, yep. I said it did, but it's, it's not just the picture. It's the fact that I took the time to explain things and, and why that I think really um, sort of enhanced the image for him. Absolutely. Uh, there is, have you heard of, uh, um, I'm trying to think of the reporting that we're using right now. Um, it's called XOI. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually was working with XOI technologies for a while. Um, with brand, like brand awareness, we had a promo code and everything. And actually the promo code ends if anybody wants to use it, it actually ends this, not a code. It's, it's a link and I'll put it in the podcast. Um, notes but yeah i was working with them to promote what they were doing because i thought it was fantastic to be honest with you and so you guys are actually using xoi yes yeah and uh and, and what you just said is exactly why it's powerful you know yes. i mean yeah that 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 sort of thing uh goes a long way and you you know there, there's a little bit of learning curve some technicians are a little bit better with that than others some but but everybody's getting it and, and the thing is, you can do, you know, you can do videos similar to what we're talking about with prospecting and things like that. Hey, I'm up here. I'm looking at this, you know, the package unit that runs your canteen. This is what's going on. If you listen close, you can hear the, you know, whatever. I mean, that's beautiful. 
And you know what's brilliant? You know what's brilliant about the XOI part is because yeah. the, the technicians that really don't want to go talk to the customer just because they're that type of person. Yeah. They can put those images or content or videos in the report for the customer so the customer sees it anyway. That's right. Right? Yep. Yep. And, and then and when you get when you get into situations where it has to, you know, maybe you have a facility manager but then you have somebody, he's got to send it to somebody in accounting or he's got someone that, you know, Hey, we need to get this replaced. Well, why do we need to get this replaced? Well, take a look at this report. You know, it just, it just somehow builds trust between everyone. You know, the facility manager doesn't have to go up there and look at it. There's, and on, on PMs, you know, so you, you go through and have somebody, I've got some guys that are just super, take it very seriously and, and, and do a fantastic job of going through this equipment. And then you have a nice, a report like there, it's not just a sheet of paper, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's every unit. This is what happened. This is, and and I I love to see, to see that. I mean, it's just a powerful document when you finish your PM and you've got, you know, pictures of things that you found and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. So, the last few minutes of this, I, I wanted to kind of go back to the, the the sales thing, just because it was very interesting to have this conversation about sales. And I wanted to ask you if you had advice for anybody, anybody that that wanted to help bring more sales, more customers into their company, whether it be a one man show or a mom and pop shop or a full fledged salesperson that's going out like yourself and trying to create business. Do you have any? tips or, or any methods that you can recommend that they use to go out and do this? Yeah, I, I would say, let's see. I, I would, I would say some, some of the things that we've talked about already, when you're doing your prospecting, let it, let the goal be to go out and have conversations to not, to not go out with the idea of I'm going to find somebody and sell something to, obviously that's what we want. Mm-hmm. But if you go out with the idea of, I wonder who they're using, I, you know, build that curiosity and go out and say, I'm going to go out into the public and find out who people are using, what they like, what they don't like, and why they switched. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm having good prospecting days, my mentality is I want to talk to people about those things as far as their heating and air go. And when you when you have that approach, you start having conversations, and if you have conversations, then good things happen. Yeah, I I totally agree with the conversation part, and I listened to a podcast called um, the Social Media Marketing Podcast, and it's it's really it's a really good podcast if you're into social media and and using tools of social media to to reach an audience and all that, and and. Uh, Michael, who's the host, he had a guest on and he was saying something like, uh, about this decade is not going to be about, it's not going to be, if you, if, if you want to be successful in selling anything, it's not about um, on LinkedIn when you connect with somebody going, hey, we sell this. If you're interested in this, call me or email me. It's not about that. It's, hey, how you doing? Um, I'd like to connect with you. If you ever want to chat, this is what we do. Um, cheers. You know what I mean? It's not about, yeah. hey, hey, 
call me if you need this. It's not about that anymore. It's about making a, a, a personal connection with somebody so they know who you are and what you're about and, and networking. And yes. if the person does need you at some point, they know who you, who you are because you've reached out. And, and the videos that you're putting out on, on LinkedIn, those, those are super helpful in connecting with people because you connected with me that way. And, yeah. and, I reach, and I reached out to you. And if I was a potential customer um, and I seen these videos, that would be a plus for me because you're trying to produce positive content and trying to reach people, not in a salesy way, but in a human way. Now, I got to say that the Google Earth thing is brilliant. It really is. Now, I know... I know people that have used Google Earth and even myself to go look at buildings that are already under care that once they've left site or they're trying to like maybe quote something out or something, they left site and they forgot to, oh, you know what? I forgot to draw a picture of what way the side discharge comes off of that rooftop, but I can go on Google Earth and I can find out which side it comes off of that rooftop or which way it points or, you know, something very simple like that. So using it for sales though, that is something I've never even thought of. And as Daniel describes it, hunting, I mean, you go on Google earth, you count how many rooftops they have, and you have an idea of the equipment. I know there might be equipment inside as well, but you, you have a starting point. You know what I mean? And I think that's brilliant. So if anybody's in sales, there's a tactic for you to check out before you go and hunt down your next customer. Anyway, Daniel, thank you very much. Much appreciated. I'm out, guys. It's snowing like a blizzard right now. Like, it's unbelievable. I'm in my van. I actually left work early today to come home because it was supposed to start really, really bad. There's supposed to be, from what I've seen, like 50 centimeters, like five zero centimeters over the next 24 hours, which is, is nuts. So anybody in the Toronto area... This is what we're getting, guys. Or north, this is what we're getting. Anyway, guys, I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.